to the couch, right? Because here we are uh, sitting here in the Alico building, which is all kind of surreal. And we are just literally here to unpack three words. Uh, encountering the love of Jesus in such a way that you know your true kingdom identity drop the labels and chains and live it out loud boldly for Jesus in community with others. So here I am and I got two of my besties, the tribe. I don't know, a trio. What are we calling ourselves? <laughs> tribe. The tribe. tribe. I like the tribe. tribe. But the we tribe. tribe because it rhymes with vibe. Yes. Tribe we got vibe. the vibe in the tribe. <laughs> we love the vibe. So, and what is our vibe? Our vibe is we've been set free. Yes. Okay. Set free from, uh, mine is set free from chains of addiction and drunkenness and a hot, hot mess who uh, thought that she could never fill in the blank. Like there are so many things. And for the longest, uh, I thought that I could not do anything like this because of my past in history and literally 30 years ago had this come to Jesus meeting uh, where God kind of said, hey, uh, are you done with the shenanigans you've been doing? And those shenanigans led me to some very dark, dark, dark places. Uh, for me, uh, it had a lot to do with alcohol and drugs and being a party girl. And I thought I was living my best life, as the young people say today. Uh, I'm 51, so I am living my best life today uh, because I found out who I was in Jesus and Jesus set me free. And so all of the chains and the labels and the girl, you got to get all cleaned up before you can actually sit and have a conversation with God. Uh, God tore that down and has done a work in me in such a way that I met these two beautiful ladies and we are here literally to kind of do battle to set other women free because shouldn't we all be walking as though we are already in heaven? Mm. Amen. Mm. Okay. okay. Amen. So here we are. And this is literally uh, no premises. It's a real, raw, live conversation. So when we say grab your topo, your coffee or whatever and come, come be a part of, we mean it. Uh, a little bit about me. Uh, I already said the the thing uh, 30 years ago, being set free, but um, it has been a process for me um, to come into this place where I realized had an encounter with Jesus in such a way um, that it changed, it changed my everything. It changed what I think about and my hopes and dreams and desires and the things that I used to desire uh, that I thought were super impossible are no longer impossible, but they are very much uh, a part of the next thing. That's why we're here. Um, I will say that a little in 2019, I had a dream. I, I woke up at like 2 a.m. and started writing things on a vanity mirror. Um, and God said, you're going to write this book. This book's going to be called, Hey Girl, He Sees You, and it's going to break chains, and people are going to get set free. And so we are here just to unpack that whole thing of like, hey, we want every woman in the world to know, hey, girl, he sees you. 
He loves you. You're not too far gone. Mm. And the lies that the enemy tells you are just that. They're lies. They're not truths. And they're what's holding you back from uh, sitting at the feet of Jesus. So I met these two ladies uh, through a 12-step program where uh, people would normally, I, I would say we probably all wouldn't have mixed. Our lives wouldn't have intertwined together in such a way. But that journey, uh, barefoot and messy hair and all the things in between has been nothing short of amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so getting to watch other women walk uh, walk through the same thing and slowly have all the labels, right? And chains broken off of you uh, is something that's freedom. I, I always picture the, uh, this I'm going to show my age, the the little <laughs> pig pen, pig pen, pig pen, pig pen, the little messy guy with the uh, Snoopy Charlie Brown character. And I always thought that's me. I, uh, Wherever I went, there was a mess, and wherever I went, I carried my rocks and my labels and my chains with me so that no matter where I was in a room, I was comparing your outsides to my insides and figured I could never be enough. And then on top of that, I had these really sweet parents who took me to church every Sunday, and I just figured from if you know scripture at all i've done the math on the seven times 70 thing and this is very incorrect so just hey people this is just real it's but i had done the seven times seven 70 and i was like well carry the one whatever yeah there's grace but i'd whoa whoa expired that number like superseded the seven times 70 and i know that that was now just a figurative number uh but in the middle of all the chaos and the addictions and, and the chains, I just figured I wasn't pretty enough, good enough. I, I didn't uh, have the clean slate enough yet to sit all the way down yeah. with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. ladies? Are y'all? Mm -hmm. yeah, totally word. agree. Word. Yeah. Word. I'm with you. Yeah, man. So this thing came, like, got sober, got clean, met these Wonderful women started on this journey. Uh, there are so many encounters we're going to unpack as the journey goes on in this thing. But I was just thinking about it, like where to start? Where do you start? Not all the way back in the beginning, because Lord, that would take like five hours. <laughs> uh, but the dream in 2019, like literally just the obedience of uh, writing that down and then going to friends and saying, hey, I had this dream. And Suze and Seth both helped the book come into fruition. Uh, and to have people in your life who are like, I believe in that. I'll stand with you, girl. Let's get going. Uh, why not? Like, life is too short to not have an adventure. Mm -hmm. And what a better adventure to have than an adventure with Jesus at the center of it all. Mm -hmm. But used to, before the dream... I thought the adventure came with all the other things. Mm -hmm. And the other things brought me to a place of lying, cheating, no friends, manipulation. I didn't know true from false. Uh, I couldn't remember who I told what to, when. Uh, and and this thing of just complete pigpenness. Mm. Uh, but instead, God totally cleaned up that mess, wrecked me. Um, 
I have a life verse, uh, Psalms 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall want for nothing. And since actually believing that and surrendering my life over to him uh, and being set free from alcohol and addictions, uh, the truth literally sets you free. And the truth is that Jesus loves you right where you are in the middle of the pig pen mess Mm -hmm. when you agree. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree. Yeah. Yes, girl, we see you. Yeah, so here we are. So we did this thing. We got a book out. We took the book. Um, in 2019, we did a podcast. I did a podcast called Soulster uh, and was literally having conversations with ladies and friends about life and adventures with Jesus and all these things. And then COVID hit. Boo, COVID. And the world shut down. <laughs> My mom had an accident, mm-hmm. fell, suffered a C4, C5, incomplete spinal cord injury, <clears throat> left a quadriplegic. Uh, I remember being in the room and thinking, well, I I don't know. This is it. And God said, no, he was going to do something with her. Uh, we got through that. Uh, she is moving today. Like God has worked miracles after miracles after miracles. And we'll talk about miracles mm-hmm. later down the road. Um, but we did this thing and, and I felt like a dream had died and then come back around to 2022 and last summer mm-hmm. we had a book launch and we had this thing out. A uh, publisher had called and said, yep, yeah, that's a go. We like your idea. And uh, so we got busy on this workbook uh, going through identity encounter community. And then I had another dream. I said, Sue, Stephanie, I think we got to get an Airbnb and do a retreat. And we're going to take these women through this book and it's going to be great. And these two ladies said, sure, let's do it. (laughs) We were in. Oh, my gosh. Totally. So adventure, right? When we say adventure train, we mean it. We mean adventure train. We mean it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we took this book and we went through these things and we didn't know what we were doing, but we were doing it in public mm-hmm. and uh, we just oh, decided yeah. to go for it. We rented this small little house uh, or big, big, small I mean, it house. Was like, it, was, it was a creative house. Yeah, it sure was. Sure was. Uh, colorful. Authentic. Yeah. Very authentic. But it provided everything we needed. Sight unseen. Like uh-huh. just Airbnb. Bloop, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and we ended up doing this retreat and 15 women. Mm-hmm. We're present. Yes. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, because we said, uh, but God, mm-hmm. as we were going through it, uh, 15 women encountered the love of Jesus in such a way that they left that weekend knowing mm-hmm. who they are in Forever Jesus. Changed. Forever changed. Forever changed. And hungry for more. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. And like we have this little thing in our group where we say, "Won't he do it?" Okay. Won't he do it? Well, we okay. <laughs> every and time. Will. Every time. Every time. Yeah, Why every do we time. doubt? Every time. Every time. So here we are, uh, doing this thing called Unchained and Unpolished because God won't leave us alone about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've said a little bit about me and my chains and labels that I've kind of thrown away. So Sue's introduce yourself to the people hello people i'm suze <laughs> i felt like johnny cash oh we do have black one uh-huh. i do okay. yes we do honey woman in black honey um uh-huh. well i'll try to make i'll try to make it kind of i'll shorten some parts i'll take out some of the charges um 
But I, uh, yeah, I got sober. Um, so I was raised in church, uh, Southern Baptist. Uh, and uh, from an early age, I remember feeling like I was in trouble with God. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I am going to also age myself. I was born yeah. in 85, just so you don't have to do any math. But um, And I'm 38, whatever. But um, I remember in 19, there was all this talk about Jesus is coming back at the new millennium. Oh, okay. oh do you remember this? Okay. Yes. Anyway, yeah. In 2000, Jesus is coming back. And I remember. World's in it. Uh-huh. Everything stops. Yes. Yep. And I remember in 1995, sitting in Highland Baptist Church, third row, and on the left from the preacher. Or the preacher. And um, I remember thinking. I've got five years to get it together. I'm in, like, I better, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. And I'm thinking I'm 10. Yeah, I'm 10 years old. And this is like the thought I'm having in church is I'm in trouble. And I got five years to get it together (laughs) or I'm not going with the rest of them. And so, and that's kind of how I spent the rest of my life. Like even after I got older and, you know, I also totally, uh, Totally got into drugs and alcohol because um, I hated the way I felt, and um, and those did for me what I couldn't do for myself, and what I couldn't do for myself was feel any kind of peace, okay, on the planet, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, accept life for what it was, and <laughs> and so I start doing that, and uh, and I turned twenty two, and um, I'm like full blown nuts and um very dark place very very dark place very dark place yeah and the whole story like nobody surrenders on a good day and i remember just something uh, like a window opening up where i knew i had to do something different with my life and um or i was gonna die and i knew i was gonna die uh and i didn't want to die but i didn't know how to live either so i was kind of in this rock and hard place and eventually got sober and that kind of started this new spiritual life, mm. you know? And when I started my new spiritual walk, I was not walking with the Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was not walking with the Lord. Mm. I was walking with something that was not me. Okay. But um, something human. Yeah. But I mean, I started cultivating that that habit of like prayer and not because I thought, man, I really need a spiritual life. It was I have this thing that'll kill me if I don't do something different. And mm. and I need I wanted what those people had and what they had was like joy and um, the ability to wake up and like live life and do all these things. And I didn't have that. And I wanted it so bad. So I started, you know, praying and, blah, 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 and all these things. And and um, <laughs> I went to church. uh in on Easter, because yeah, I went to church faithfully two times a year, and okay, uh, church okay. and Easter, yes. so twice okay. a year, Christmas, Christmas and Easter. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> you're the ones who make it crowded for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're the ones who took a pew. Okay, didn't know it was yours. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> didn't see your name on it. Um, <laughs> my family been sitting here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're just not usually with them. Um, anyway, so so I showed up to Easter and uh, and and you know the church I was raised in. We love to sing. We love to sing loud. There used to be this lady I remember from when I was a kid, and she would dance in the aisles. And I thought okay. that was just the coolest thing in the whole world. She would dance. Anyway, so this church is a loud church, and God does speak to me through decibels, and and I just remember feeling this feeling of. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm it. 
Okay. I'm it. Yeah. It's not this other thing. I'm it. Mm. <laughs> and so I kind of started my, my journey, uh, my Jesus journey again, mm. then, and it led me all kinds of places. And, um, and I was sober for a really long time. Um, kind of, I want to say lukewarm spirituality, you know, like mm. I went to Peru and, and we did the whole mission thing and, and that was awesome. And I loved it. And I, you know, I would totally go again. And, and God was really working in, in a different way in my life at that time. But I would still say there was these areas of my life that I wasn't ready to hand over to him. Like I wasn't ready to surrender everything, mm. you know, and, and those areas that I hung on to, um, were killing me. Mm -hmm. And, and I just, I was holding myself back from this real authentic journey with Jesus and this real experience with Jesus. And like, I mean, I'm talking about adventure train for real. We're not mm -hmm. like, that is not a thing we said. I'm looking right in the we camera. Are. I'm looking okay. right in the camera. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about like to be free, to be really free is next level earthly living, you yeah, know? Man. And, and it was in this moment, uh, I won't go into details, but it involved a man, <laughs> you know, it was a relationship thing, you know, and I didn't want to hand over this relationship thing, but it was killing me. And, um, and there was a lot of like, there was a lot of real heartbreak and like devastation and, and, and stuff like that. And it was a, it was the most pain I had ever felt in my life as a, an adult. That's what the feeling was. <clears throat> it felt like, you know, getting ripped apart a little bit. And I knew, even though I'd been like, you know, I had a regular spiritual practice and like, you know, read scripture and yeah, like, man. I mean, I'm doing the whole thing, but All there's this piece that I'm not, I'm uh, not handing this over. Yeah, yeah. And so I get wrecked. I get wrecked with like 11 years of sobriety and I get wrecked with, you know, <laughs> with everything else on the outside of my life looking like it's pretty all right. And I knew that the only person who was going to be able to put me back together was God. Like I was mm. tired of going to, mm -hmm. I was tired of going to Beyonce for some healing. Okay. And I was tired yes. of going to the workout class for yeah. some healing. The, the revenge. I mean, I'm tired of boxing? doing uh, boxing. I'm tired oh. of going to the sledgehammer That's on right. the tire for healing. Yes. Like it will get you ripped abs, but it will not heal your heart. No. And that's, that's what I was doing. I was going to all these other things for this healing, for this, like, help me feel okay. Help me feel okay. And I knew I had tried everything. I had tried everything. And this was like, this was about the time COVID. So COVID's happening too. It's horrible. Like Shoot. everything is falling apart. Anyway, long story short. In that time, I knew I had gone, I knew I had done all these things to try to, to try to heal myself, mm -hmm. to try to fix myself, to try to, you know, in, in partnership with scripture and in partnership with, with all these other spiritual practices that I had and nothing worked. And I knew that the only thing that was going to put me together was, was Jesus and, and me coming into, to a full realization of who I was and how loved I was. Mm -hmm. And that wrecked me, that wrecked me in a way that I have never felt before. And it was, it was these really sweet moments of mm -hmm. being in the house alone and, and crying over, over heartbreak, but also letting God stitch me back one, one little thread at a time. Okay. And that, in, in all that experience coming to know how much I was loved in my mess, in yes. my mistakes, yes. how loved I was, um, with my story for exactly mm -hmm. what it is and how cared for I was, uh, from, from the jump from 85, okay. you know, 
cared for and cared for in that moment and that he was holding me. I mean, that experience floored me and got me to, to hand over everything, mm. everything. Mm. And so I knew from that, from that time on that like my life was God's and, um, and that I was here to play the role that he assigns and I was here to do whatever it is. Like I'm a teacher and he won't let me leave. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because that's what he, that's his job. He wants me to do that job. So I'm doing that job, honey. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it really good and it's going great. And, um, <laughs> but like, so my whole life is, is his and my whole life is, is service. And so I'm here because I was set free mm. because I found out who I am and, and what I am yeah, and yeah. what I really am. And I still have those moments with labels and I still have those moments with, with chains and stuff where, you know, I mean, it's living, you know, but man, oh man, I want another woman to feel that. Oh, I want yeah. another, I want, I want all the women that is, that is, it is humanly possible to tell before I kick the bucket and buy the farm. Okay. You know? I want them all to know you can be free. He loves you so much. You'll never know. You'll never know. And in that moment of pain, in that moment of brokenness, in that moment of, of devastation, like he's there. Mm. And when mm. you realize that he's there, you can, you can get up off the, off the ground with him and yes. walk forward. And when you get free, when you get free, you can't help but tell other people, here's how you get free. Hey, you're ah. free, get free, get free, get free. And you just want to walk around. You want to say that all the time and you'll, you'll do anything. And so what that involves for me today is sitting on the 21st floor of the Alco building. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not bad, honey. Okay. Not bad. I almost died, honey. Used to wet the bed as an adult, honey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell I'm not even going to tell them take it out. Okay. <laughs> truth telling. Truth telling going on. This is this is real talk. Okay. This is real. This is probably a good time for you to talk. <laughs> Stephanie. Hello, everybody. Stephanie here. Yeah. Um, a little bit about me is, um, 32 years ago, um, addiction had me at the bottom of this pit mm. that I felt like I was in this dark hole, mm. um, and that anything and everything possible was in there. Like there was no hope, there was no peace, there was no anything, mm. and, you know, I remember growing up, um, my parents were very loving and very sweet when it came to, we went to church. Oh, yeah. We we went to church and they wanted me to know God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Wanted me to be preaching and saying and, you know, being and doing. And f for me humans were more in, important for me. And mm. so I did and followed whoever I wanted to. Mm. Um, and the secrets that I would keep mm. um, and that I was not worthy mm -hmm. at all. Mm. Um, and I met a boy in high school. Mm. Yes, <laughs> it's always the boy. It's always the boy. Always a guy. And, um, Shoot. he was going to be the forever. Mm -hmm. He was going oh, yeah. to be, um, yes, this is where it was going to happen. Yes. This is who I was going to be with. Um, and before my junior year of high school, um, it was in the summer. I found out that I was expecting my daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, and me and my first husband were married. 
before school started. Okay. Um, so I was, I was expecting and everyone looked, Mm. everyone focused on me. That's what was in my head. Um, I upset the family. Mm. I was the one that always kind of was the first to do things Mm. that we didn't need to experience in our lives. (laughs) Straight out of the gate. Overachiever. Overachiever. So I became very broken in my own mind. Um, I, I fully believed that I was not okay, that I was not the Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. that anyone needed. Mm -hmm. No one needed, no one wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, Married, had had my daughter. Um, I would not ever change that. That was the best thing that ever happened. But man, talk about taking her down Mm. a path for a couple of years it was really rough um i became single mm. not surprised mm-hmm. um i was not focused on living life the way that god wants me to mm. i could not see myself as being enough yeah, yeah. um mm. and so through that um i went to a dark place i went to a very dark place um where the emotional drama that I created, um, it was everyone else's fault Mm. and I blamed and Mm. I was, and I was a victim and, um, addiction plays a part in that where it was at one time, it was the ease and comfort. It fixed me. Mm -hmm. And then overnight it did not. Mm. And I never found it again. And so 32 Years ago, um, I found for the first time, um, again, I should say, again, I found that God. Okay. And when I looked in the mirror, um, all those labels, all those chains of fear, worry, insecurity, Mm. anxiety, self-loathing, mm-hmm. self-whatever. Everything self was in the dark. Mm-hmm. And there were women in my life that showed me that God is good and that God loves me mm-hmm. no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And he will love you in spite of yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, man, what a, it was a, it was like 100 pound elephant. No. Mm-hmm. 100-ton elephant. How, I don't know how much they yeah, weigh. Whatever. They weigh a lot. A real heavy An elephant. elephant. A big elephant. Was off Huge. Me. It was completely off me and that mm-hmm. piece. And I remember going to um, young people in a church. And that is where the encounter for me happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to speak with the kids there about my life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I was in the spirit, you okay. know, I knew that God, I knew that the Holy spirit was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the type of, I would rather sit back and let other people do things. And it was me doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and being blessed in the spirit was the most peaceful place for me. Um, because if anybody knows me, I have lots of anxiety or I get really extra hyper. Um, but if it, and, and so that mind quieted, Hmm. it wasn't all the negative labels. It wasn't, Oh, you're an awful mother. Mm -hmm. You're an awful friend. You're an awful this. Um, and so now forward, um, Jesus for me is the only way, Mm -hmm. uh, happiness, Hmm. seeing my family, seeing my friends, seeing these and enjoying and being honest, just being honest because 32 years ago, I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. I did not know what that meant. And so what I'm excited with this podcast too, of, of us being raw, here it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't have my life all in this little pretty little order of Mm-mm. this is great for this. Um, nope. There's some bumps. <laughs> the track on the adventure train gets stopped sometimes. <laughs> gets a little rocky. <laughs> you got to wear a helmet. We might have helmet. to fix the track a little bit. <laughs> Shoot. But I have you women to come in and say, hey, Steph, here I am. Yeah. I see you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so I am I am excited. I'm excited of people feeling broken and coming in and saying, mm. hey, I want you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, mm-hmm. and to share, you are the daughter of a king. Because uh-huh. I didn't feel that before. Okay. But boy, do I do now. Yeah. Okay. No matter what. So, yeah. anyway. I'm excited. Um, love it. Love the future that it's going to happen to. Um, uh, yeah. And I'm a Nini, by the way. Okay. Um, to three beautiful granddaughters. Um, and they are the most sweetest. Call me up and say, Nini, what are you doing? I'm playing with your shoes because I kept <laughs> shoes there. Okay. And they have shoes there of mine and they put them on. So, yes, (laughs) my life is good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so what I think we're trying to get across in this first little segment is you need to try it. And for the lady who is out there that was like us at each of our straight out of the gate spots, uh, you could never go too far down. Mm -mm. Uh, Okay. So kind of like Alice in Wonderland, she goes down the hole, whatever. Yeah. I was way down in the hole. (laughs) And, and I think we could all agree like. We have spent time in the dark place where you have this hole in your soul and you're feeling it. Man, I was feeling it with everything the world said, everything the world said. Oh, it all looks so shiny and bright and new and cool and all these things. And if I could just be like Suze or I could be like Steph or I could be like Beyonce or whoever. Uh, Back in my day, Beyonce was a child, but (laughs) she wasn't there yet. And Madonna, Madonna, like Madonna was Madonna. my hero. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, yes. like a virgin. Okay. So, uh, but what I'm saying is like, you just grab, I was grabbing it. Everything the, the world said would fix it. Yeah. And then when that didn't fix it, well, then I would just go to a drink and 
try to drink till the voices in my head, all the lies we're talking about. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You could never do this. You can't be a pastor. Well, you can't preach. You can't write. You're too crazy to be loved. Okay. You're too broken to be loved. You're too far gone. You're too far gone. Too far gone. God loves everybody else in this. You won't fit in anywhere. Liar, Mm -hmm. cheater. Okay. All the things. All these things. Well, so you just, we, I would just add to my thing and the hole in my soul got bigger so I was in the very dark pit. And then I think the Unchained Unpolished story comes in with, mm-hmm. uh, but God, like mm-hmm. mine's a very dim lit room where I tried to mm-hmm. end it all and woke up with your wrists mm-hmm. tied to a bed and mm-hmm. you've broken your parents' heart one more time. Mm-hmm. Disappointment. Mm-hmm. Oh, the shame. Mm-hmm. I remember my brother telling me, I wish you weren't my sister. Like, mm-hmm. don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Oh, dark. So what I'm saying is like, our heart is, no matter how far down the road you think you've gone, no, girl. Yeah. No, girl. The The whole thing of this thing is like, God's looking down on you and he is saying, hey, I see you and I love you and you're knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the thing that you think is uh, unobtainable, unfixable, unforgivable, mm-mm. God's like right there with his arms around you and is saying, just sit with me for a minute because I love you Mm -hmm. and you're worthy Mm -hmm. and you're more than enough. And he sees you. Yeah. Can I say, okay, I just got to say this. I just got to say this. So like this was a part of church today. Uh, So um, I love Church Under the Bridge because it is um, full of, I mean, there's like people, you know, that are like, I mean, I, like, I feel like if Jesus were at church in Waco, Texas, where would he be? I'm like, he'd be at church under the bridge for sure. So anyway, we love it. And, um, we love other churches too, we love but, other we, churches but we too. love it. We're okay. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not practicing racism. Okay. Here, but, um, I do love church under the bridge. So anyway, um, but this was the message and this is like, it, it ties into what we were saying here and I definitely wouldn't have understood it back then I never would have gotten it. I get it now because, because I know Mm. how broken I was. Like it's because of my brokenness that I know, wow, God loves me crazy. You know, Mm. like this is, this is off the chain bananas, but it was the story of the, the prodigal son Mm. and like, Mm -hmm. I'm a prodigal daughter. And like, if you, I mean, everybody knows the general, like, okay, prodigal son guy gets the inheritance, runs off, totally blows it, acts like an idiot. And then ends up in the pigsty. Like, the lowest job. <laughs> I don't even think he was working there. I'm just like, I think he's just hanging out. Just hanging out. out with the pigs. You're just trying, right. to, trying to sleep Just it trying off, to buddy. Yeah. 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 Just getting by. <clears throat> just getting by. Surviving. <laughs> and so he's in, he's in with the pigs. And, you know, and then he, you know, and then he comes home and the dad's like, hey, welcome back. But it's like, the son made a, he made a choice at some point and he said, this is like not working. Mm. Like even the servants at my, you know, at my dad's house are living better than I am right uh, now. Yeah, yeah. I got to get back. I got to get home. Yeah. Home. And he feels that, he feels that call of home. He would have not felt that call of home if he was just walking and felt lonely in the street. He felt that call of home because he was in the pigsty. For That's sure. Right. He felt that call of home because he was like, I mean, he was at the bottom, bottom. And more than that though, when he gets to, you know, the road and his dad sees him, first of all, his dad is waiting for him. His dad, it wasn't like, I mean, his dad was waiting for him. 
And then while he was still a ways off. Mm. Comes running. He comes running. Come running. Like the dad comes running. Yes, he does. And like Jesus is telling the story because he's trying to explain to people, this is this is the truth. This This is is the deal. Mm -hmm. And like I'm prodigal daughter. Yeah. And while I was yet a long way off, he comes running for me. For sure. And get the coat and get the sandals and kill the calf and let's have a party. Like that's that's this that's the pigsty. We're talking about the pigsty guy. Yeah. We're not talking about the good son who, right? stayed, who, who stayed put. Who was a rule follower? Who was a Pharisee? <laughs> and uh, Yeah, rule Rules? follower and did all the right things and had all the, you know. We're talking about the pigsty yeah. son. Yeah. Got the party. And he got he got the he got the running father and he got the sandals and all the things. Anyway, that's that's what we're talking about. We're talking about prodigal daughters. Mm. Pigsty people. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? We've all had our pigsty moment. And um, and I just really hope that that women come to know that, number one, he's waiting. Open-armed. No, open-armed. Open. And number two, when he when he catches sight of you at the gate, not at the door, at uh-uh. the gate, at the, at the end of the road, when he catches sight of you, he's going to run for you. Relentless pursuit. Relentless pursuit. All in. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that's the God who loves you. The creator, sure. the creator of the of universe, of, of the, the universe, universe loves you like that, like that. When you start to get that, when that starts to go from your head to your heart, it'll mess you up, change your world. Yeah. Shift exactly. your direction. Yeah. It's I, true. It is true. The creator of the universe. Yeah. Created this world with you in mind. Yeah. Let that sit in just for a second. Yeah. Like the creator of the universe. And he knew we were going to fall. For sure. At some point, and every day we're short a little bit, but he knows that. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, loves us. Mm -hmm. No matter what. For sure. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that's a great place to like land on for the first one. Like it's an intro, right? (laughs) What an introduction. (laughs) Three ladies doing life together. We birth kids lost loved ones uh and everything in between uh tried to pull up and grab as many as we could along the way and say no girl this is the thing uh recently just took 15 women on an adventure didn't make too much of a mess out of it and they're coming back for more and so here we are unchained and unpolished like it's almost like a calling on our lives uh for every woman of the world to hear oh yeah he sees you. Yeah. He loves you. Yeah. And that means every woman, no matter what oh, yeah. you have. Yeah. Addiction. With nobody's clutching food, pearls around here. Worldly uh-huh. things, money, food, whatever. I'm telling you, Unchained, yeah. Unpolished is for... For real. Yes. Yeah. So, for the person listening who's like, I'm not real sure, I think you need to hear this, that you're worthy and you're more than enough. And we're looking for, for ladies like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here to come sit alongside you in your pig penness and go, mm-mm, lady, mm-mm, no, because no. he sees you, he loves you, he delights in you, you're more than enough, and so we're breaking chains, and you don't have to be all cleaned up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be no. very polished. No. It's you get to just run to a conversation of realness. Uh, we're blessed to have each other, but we all get. We get to do life every day and we get to sit 
at the feet of Jesus and hear him tell each one of us every day that he loves us, that he delights in us, and he's so proud. So join us on that literally an adventure through life. Yeah. Breaking the chains and labels. And um, we are going to see you the next episode. Yeah. Okay. So bye. 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 This has been a Rogue Media Network production.